Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This program is paid for by Investor Schooling. All opinions or statements expressed on the program are solely those of Investor Schooling or their guests and do not reflect the opinions of WPHT or Odyssey. WPHT, WPHT HD, WOGL HD3, Philadelphia. From the Cherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter. Always live on the free Odyssey app. This is Investor Schooling Live with your host, Larry Steinhaus, CEO of Investor Schooling. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Investor Schooling Live. The immigrant is back. <laughs> it's not the immigrant you imagine. I actually came on a plane and I passed immigration. I didn't cross the southern border with a backpack and with the drywall nails in my pocket. I did it the right way. So yes, uh, while tra- while Larry has traveled to a warm climate and he's putting his fancy jacket over his life vest right now, <laughs> we are still here. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm sure he is fine and it's a drill for investor in the water. My name is Omri Murad and I am also known as the worst landlord, so be ready to learn from my mistake. We are here guys in the Northeast Freezing our ass for you, just for you. So please call us with every question you have about financial, real estate, stock option, whatever you want. It's 855-939-1137. Yes, it's 855-939-1137. What's the number, Deb? You always do that to me, so... I know, but I'm nowhere near as sexy saying it as you are, but I can try. I can try. Do it. 855-939-1137. Does that get your goat? Does that get your goat on ring? I think you're you're more sexy than I do right now. (laughs) So again, it's 855-939-1137. Yes, you heard right. We are real. We are real. There's a typo here. And you wrote that. So I did. It's the immigrant. His okay, English is not Yeah, so, I know. Not so we are real unless it's a repeat. We are broadcasting to you <laughs> from a brick and mortar <laughs> building, the Investor Schooling Headquarters in Bucks County, Pennsylvania. Write down this address because this is the gate to your financial independency and investment education. It's 108 Corporate Drive East in Langone, Pennsylvania. Again, 108 Corporate Drive East in Langone, Pennsylvania. And as you heard already, I'm not alone. You can stop asking if there is a doctor in the audience because there is one here. 
Doctor in the house. One and only Dr. Debbie Anderson. Woo! Also known as Dr. Deb. We assure you that you haven't reached a laptop in India as we are a local financial institute dedicated to your success. Please open your browser, your browser and go to investorschooling.com. That's investorschooling.com. Do that to book your free. Yes, yes, it's free. Thursday night class that will <laughs> blow your mind away. In case you are slow and you didn't get it, we are a live show and we are expecting your call any minute now at 855-939-1137. And I'm getting paid by the time I'm saying that, so it's again. <laughs> 855-939-1137. There you go. Hello, Debbie. Hello, Omri. <laughs> Who gave us a radio show? Come I know. On. I know. Larry's going to hear this ridiculous. and he's going to be like, this is the last time I let you guys do this on your own. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's so funny. All right. So okay. I see Kimmy online. So hello, Miss Kimmy. It's good to see you. We've missed you. I have your earring on my desk. So next time you come in, just so you know, it's on my desk and uh, you come and get it. So I, what? I don't forget. She dropped her earring, so I just wanted to. I've been meaning to see her and or say something, and I haven't seen her yet. So. I was thinking something else because I leave my panties sometimes. But let's you leave your panties sometimes? Okay. Are they panties that you have, or is there something else there I should know about? I'm not sure if it's related to real estate. <laughs> I don't think it is. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> we were just having this discussion offline yeah. a little bit ago. No, it was a different discussion. I know, but it was along the same lines. It was along the same lines. It's I all know. good. It's I all know. stuff we shouldn't talk about on the radio anyways. So I know. Good. I agree. <laughs> so, Deb, tell me, how is it going in your life? What's going on with your project? I am, God willing, only a couple months away from finishing the quad in um in that that quad that i have i met with the contractor i think i met with him when did i meet with him i think wednesday i met with him wednesday and the sprinkler system should be done this coming week and the everything else is done i think they have one final payment for the plumber the hvac is up where gas is coming in on monday so the gas company is coming in monday to put on the meters and then they they have one of the hvac units they want to turn it on so they can do the sheetrock mm -hmm. because he wants to have heat in the place so that the sheetrock and everything that goes with putting up sheetrock dries. Yeah. So that was the whole point. And for those of you that don't know, it's like a quad, but it's three floors. So it's a, so each, it's like a tic-tac-toe. It's four of them and the quad goes up. You know, it's not like one floor, one floor, one floor. It's, uh, you know, the first floor that has a kitchen and it has a living room and a bathroom. And then it has the next floor. It has a bedroom and like a like a living room and then a walk-in closet and then a washer dryer and like a nice size bathroom. It's a very nice unit. Yeah. Every then, unit is Yeah, and then the nice. top is two, two, another two bedrooms. Mm -hmm. So it's a nice size. Each one's probably a little over a thousand square feet. You know, it's a nice size. Have a washer and dryer, but they hooking up the HVAC so that they can drywall. So once the drywall's up, then we're going to make another, we're going to do another trip out there and check everything out. But it's coming along. And the other thing that he told me, so he is... The, the our contractor, the one that you got me, he um, is very friendly with. Uh, he made some friends with some of the. I guess there's Lubavitch out there or something. Whatever ah. out there. He, I don't know if it's Lubavitch or just the Jewish community. It's who he is. I yeah, know. and I didn't even know there was one out there. He said there's some like ten minutes away. He said uh, 
and I guess the prices of the rentals are going up there, and I definitely can get two thousand a unit, which was I was hoping between eighteen fifty and two thousand a unit. And he said you'll definitely get two thousand a unit. And the other thing he mentioned because I actually bought the lot next door at tax deed auction. So if you guys don't know, I do tax liens, deeds, auctions, REOs, note investing, blah blah blah. And I got the lot next door on tax deed auction, and I already got approval to build four another four unit. But those are going to be instead of like a apartments like this one is it's going to be more like townhouse houses and they'll all have three bedrooms two baths and two car garage so you so will have 10 units i'll have 10 units there amazing yeah because i had the duplex up front that's already rented then this quad that should be hopefully finished in the next month or two well he said it'll take three weeks to sheet rocket because it's such a big place mm-hmm and then once the sheetrock is done, he'll need another month to do like the kitchens, the floors, and all the rest, the baseboards, and all the rest of that stuff. So, do you want to update our bet? What? We have a bet, you and me. We have a bet. We have. Okay. If it's going to be ready in April or in March. Oh, shut up! I think it'll be. <laughs> you are such a pain in my heart. No, I um, don't. I don't. So I I know that you've been through a lot in this property. Oh my God! It's. Been I a know. Lot. I know, and it is important for me to say the truth. Okay. Okay? No, I... I when, when my kids bring something from the daycare, I said, oh my God, it's the prettiest thing I've ever seen. And sometimes I, I believe that. But as a friend, right, we need to say the truth to each other. I, Amri, I completely agree. Here's the difference. I really care about you. I know, That's but let, okay, let me say one thing. Ooh. Ooh. Amri, I have no problem with you telling me the truth, and I would prefer it. Yeah. I don't want people to lie to me because of it course. doesn't help me. Just tell me how it is. Tell me that's, and I think that's why the three of us get along so well because we don't we don't bullcrap any answers. No, We're like, this is don't. how it is, whether you like it or not. Yeah. And sometimes it's nice, and sometimes it's not so nice. The difference is, mm-hmm. Omri, mm-hmm. is that you particularly don't know when to let it go. Sometimes, ninety five percent out of a hundred, you don't know, or ninety eight point nine percent out of a hundred, you don't know when to go. So you already know. That I'm very sensitive about this property I and I am I'll be the first to admit it because this has been very stressful for me more than anything in my entire life this property has been very stressful for me and you know it and you go in there and you take a screwdriver and you keep digging and digging and digging and even though you see me getting upset you don't stop and you keep going 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 until you like just it's just it's just to show how much I love it. is that what it is because okay because yeah when we are emotional in life especially everything regarding money we are doing mistakes we are it's doing steps only... we are doing steps we, we are telling ourselves stories and we try to believe those stories but in deep deep inside we know they are not true what are we talking about and that's why I'm there for you I if don't... you because I do care and if somebody tell you that he can do a job for third of the price that everybody else can, I'm there to tell you no chance. And it's the same thing about time frame. I do care about you. And that's exactly why we are here for each other. Because when we do something, as, as many people that listen to us, out of the three people that actually listen <laughs> to us right now, known, I, I used to be known, and maybe I'm still known, as the worst landlord. Yep. As the worst landlord, I did many mistakes because I was sure that I know what to do. I will tell you a story. Yeah. In order to appeal to tenants, maybe seven years ago, five years ago, I don't even remember when was it. Yeah. I said, I'm going to put a movie room in every basement. A movie room? A movie room in every... I, I, I was delusional. You mean like a little theater system? Is that what you're talking Something about? Something like that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 
Why would you do that? Because I was I, I was I was scared that there would be a big competition between the units in this area. Okay. And I knew to appeal somehow to the people. And that's what I believed is the right thing to do. Okay. And Larry said, oh, you are going to lose all your money so fast. He's right. He's right. And yeah, I, I never right. did it. Yeah. But the thing is, when we, le- when we listen to each other, we learn. And I think that's part of the essence of investor schooling. It's part of the essence of what we're doing every Monday night. People come with their deals with their stories, with what's going on in, in, in their investments. And they hear from 20, 30 other people. And it just put their heads straight. And that's why we love this place. And that's why we're doing that every day. Every day. Every day. <laughs> um, you're so funny. I am. So now you're, you're, you're not talking. I, I'm listening to your story. You said you had a story. I know, but telling the story. Every time we are here, all of us together, you always say that I'm not letting you speak. You usually don't let me speak. Right. No. Why? I, why? Why? Because you like to commandeer the conversation because you like to hear your voice, Omri. No, I don't. Oh, you don't think? No. No. Only in my voice. Only, in, only through my ears, there is no accent. <laughs> you know that? Only through my ears, there is no accent. I think... Listening to your intro that you wrote, which was very eloquent and it was actually pretty well done, by the way. I thought it was pretty funny. <laughs> there were so many typos in there and Could so be. many grammatical mistakes in Could there, be. which is part of your character and your charm. Okay. We? Yeah, cool. absolutely. I know. <laughs> but the property's coming along really good. Thank God. It's been, a, it's been a long road and I just can't wait for it to be done. And then interestingly enough, I was talking to uh, our, you know, our mutual friend, um, the contractor, and what was interesting, I don't know if you know this, they, okay, he keeps telling me that it's the mafia down there. Did he tell you this? That it's the mafia, it's mafia. Yeah, yeah he says to me, he's like, the mafia, it's the mafia down there, it's mafia. It is. And I, it, maybe, we know that some townships are are old townships. Yeah, they're all rigged. That, I mean, it's rigged. It's completely rigged. It's and ran like that. Yeah. yeah it's, do you understand that when I say it's rigged? Yeah. Okay. And the reason I ask you is because the other day I was, I texted him and, and um, Omri's friend is actually also Israeli. And I, I said to him, can you, I need an, I, when I met with him on Wednesday, I said, I need an estimate for what it's going to cost to fix the place up so I can get all that stuff squared away. And he's like, I'll send it to you by Monday. And then Thursday night I was talking to somebody and I said, um, you know, for an opportunity to borrow some money just to finish out the place. And, uh, I reached out to him and I said, I need a ballpark. And he writes me, he's like, remember I showed you that text? Yeah. He writes me, he's like, what is this, a ballpark? I don't understand what that means, you know? And I just yeah. I just have to laugh because, you know, if you say that to any American, you know, hey, give me a ballpark for that. No, even I know. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, but, like, when I said something to you about, you know, you, you asked me how Christmas was, and I said, oh, I was very low-key. What does this mean, low-key? What does this mean? So I heard this term before. But you just didn't understand it? I, I'm not sure I understand exactly why, what it means. What, low-key? No, I, now I understand. Okay. But when you said that... Yeah, that it was... Because he asked me, how was Christmas? And I'm like, ah, whatever. So it was pretty low-key. You get a description yeah. or, or, or some kind of... I'm sure you yeah. have this in Israel, too, where yeah. you have this slang. Yeah. You don't think yeah. anything of it. Exactly. And, and that's what I thought was so funny, because when I said, hey, give me a ballpark, he's like, huh? What are you talking about, ballpark? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> you know? And it's things like that that we say that you don't think anything of until... Somebody like you comes and says, 
what what is it you're trying to say? I don't understand what you're trying to say. I thought it was always funny. Okay, good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. yeah, so I'm very happy that this is going on good for you. And how is it going on with the... Oh, wait. Okay, so... Sorry, I got distracted. Okay. What was interesting yeah. is that when he went down there, yeah. this, you know, mafia, the whatever, mafia, later, yeah. whatever, told made him sign a contract. Did he tell you this? Yeah, made him he sign can a... only renovate this right. house. He can only renovate this this quad and not do any other work there. And in now, the township. Yeah, in the whole township. Yes. And he's doing so well on this, and he's just kind of taking it over and just... It's just rocking it. Honestly, he's doing a fantastic job and yeah. I feel much more comfortable with him and, and I'm glad that you recommended him and I'm glad he's working out so well. But like I said, I have approval to build that four unit right next door, the, the townhouse style homes, and I would really like him to do it. And when we were talking on Wednesday, you know, he brought it, he brought it up or, and I, I think I brought it up and I said, you know, I, I know you know, he's like, once we finish this, then we can work on the other building. Cause yeah. I don't want to, everybody's like, did you start the other building? And I'm like, I don't want to, I've been so stressed with this. I don't want to start a whole nother big, and this is going to be another huge project that I don't, I don't want to start this huge project until this other one is done because, oh my God, I can't, I, oh my gosh. Just, I feel the same. You yeah. Know? It's just too much. Well, are, hold on. Now I'm trying to tell you the story and here you are interrupting. So it's the Debbie Anderson show. It is the Debbie Anderson okay, show. Okay. Go, Mr. So Debbie Anderson. Let, let me finish. Let me finish. What I was saying was that I asked him about that. <laughs> the luck he's given me. The <clears throat> the question I had from him is, I said, I know they made you sign a contract saying that you can't do any other work in Wilkes-Barre. And he looks at me because he knows where I'm going with this. He knows that I have the lot next door. He knows I want to build a quad. It's already been approved to, to like it's already been approved by the township to build. And he's like, puts his hand up. He's like, don't worry, don't worry. He's like, now that I'm talking to this guy and I'm talking to this guy yeah. and they know me and we've been working together, whatever. He's like. I'll take care of this. He's like, don't you worry about it. He's like, I'll take care of it, but let's finish this one first. He's like, but I think it won't be an issue and, I, and it's not going to be a problem. So I am praying and in good faith, and I am sure that he will be able to get it done, that everything will work out fine and he'll be able to build the the quad next door, okay. right? And, and he knows how to build from the ground up, right? He's a builder builder or I guess whatever. I'm sure that he'll be able to find, because he's been able to find whoever the subcontractors for the electric or for the sprinklers because we had a sprinkler system you problem. You had to use local people. Yeah, for some of them you have to use local people. For mm -hmm. some people, we were trying to get a sprinkler guy down there, but they wanted 20,000 deposit just to not even do anything and they wanted 45,000 for the job, which is insane because up here it's what, like 10 or 15,000 for yeah. a sprinkler system. I mean, there's, I mean, it really, just some of the things that were coming across were just insane. And what's nice is that he knows what the pricing of things should be. So he's like fighting back. He's like, no, this is too much. No, it should be this. No, it should be closer to that. So I think, you know, he's a great, you know, GC and he will, he will do a great job for me if, if we're able to get him to build that four unit, the four townhouses, that would be really great. So now you see why I'm interrupting Debbie so much, because unless I do that, she keeps talking and talking. Ooh. <laughs> so, Aubrey. no, I love Aubrey. you, Deb. I love you. And this is the opportunity to give our phone number. Ah, So okay. please call us with your stories. We really want to hear about that. It's 855 939 sexy voice. You're not doing the sexy voice. Do the sexy voice. I'm dressed, by the way. 855-939-1137. There we go. Again, it's 855-939-1137. Please call us. We'll be very happy to help you any way we can. That's the all ascent of investor schooling. Okay. And then you have the, R, the ROI. Uh, RIO. 
What? R, uh, stop, you're getting me confused. Yeah. The REO. REO. The REO. Okay, so real estate owned. <laughs> this property, I'm telling you. Yeah. If, um, we'll make like 25% on that. In, oh, on the deal. Yeah, but I mean, I have to split it with my. I know. I do have to split it. So I, I don't want to pretend saying it's all for me. So it's you not. got an offer? I, I'm waiting. So it's been shown a couple times, um, and they, I'm still waiting to hear. I just reached out to the realtor yeah. um, a couple days. But now that the holidays are over, it should start to be, pick up again. But it has been shown a couple times. So I'm very curious about that. You work with realtors that are so far away. Their terms are very similar to what we know here. How, much, how, how many percentage do they want? She wanted 6%. Okay. However, I said, the only way I'll give you 6%, okay, when you have an REO property, which is a real estate-owned property, and you buy that property, there's things you need to do to protect that property because you are not around the corner, right? So this property that I have is in Illinois. Now I had to go get, um, I need to get, get, I needed to get it cleaned out because there was full of crap in there. So I had to find somebody to get it cleaned out. And I, it took me um, through three different people to get it cleaned out. But I also have to have insurance on it, right? Because I own the property, I need to protect my investment and I also need to protect investor, my lender. Right, course. I need to protect my investor. Like it, for anybody who ever does this, whenever you borrow money, their money's more important than yours. They're, it's always number one. So it's a bank owned. It's no, not real estate. It's, it's a bank owned. Exactly. It's a bank owned. A bank and now, owned. and then I bought it from the bank. Yes. I bought it from the bank. I have insurance on it. I have to get insurance on it to protect that property. And I had to get the locks changed on it. I said I had a clean out on it. But for the insurance, because it's empty and because they it's a real estate owned and because I'm in the process of doing whatever I am to it, they require me to take photos every two weeks, time stamp photos of the property to make sure that I am keeping an eye on that property. Oh, my God. Yeah. And that's okay. I'm okay with that. And I told the realtor, I'm like, if you want 6%, I want timestamp photos every two weeks. Otherwise, you're getting 5% because then I'll have to pay someone else to go out. And she agreed to that. And she already sent me the first set of timestamp photos. She sent me a set of photos. And I said, these are not timestamped. So I will not accept these. You need to go back out and give me timestamp photos so that I can forward them to the insurance company. So the insurance company knows that, I, yes, I am monitoring this house and making sure that it's not getting broken into and nobody's stealing whatever out of it and everything's okay. This way, my insurance is, is covered and it maintains. Okay. Yeah. Amazing. I didn't know that. Yeah. So I have, I'm actually dealing with the same thing right now with an insurance company okay. regarding a damage that have been caused by. All right. So let me stop you real quick and just let you know that this is not, no, no, this is not like all state insurance. This is a specialized no, insurance company yeah. that does REO investments. So this yeah. is not like, you know, your, your tenant screws something up and then you have to file a claim. It's not that kind of insurance. No, no, I know. I, I use that as an example because. Well, I, I wanted to explain it for the for the listeners. It's not the same type of insurance company you use. It's you, it's probably you probably haven't even heard of them. It's a whole different it's a whole different ball game when it it's comes to that. It's a different company, or it's a, it's the companies that we all know that has s- special insurance. For no, they they're actually insurance companies for insurance companies. That's what I'm saying. It's ah. a completely different kind of thing. Okay. So as you know, I've been through a lot with one of my tenants recently, mm-hmm. and we had. Another court hearing on Thursday, mm-hmm. this Thursday, and I I was amazed because insurance companies used to want to come to see the damage and to give you their price. Mm-hmm. Now, my insurance company right now, they don't want to come. Okay. I sent them some pictures and they want me to estimate the repair. Really? Now, as you know, I use my in-house guy. 
So because I use my in-house guy, my employee, and the only thing I guess I can show them is the pay stubs, right? Or what I can do, I can issue an invoice for myself so no, they can see the repairs. Why don't you get an estimate, like an outside estimate, and just show the estimate? Could be. That Could would be, be a better, because I if you're so, using yeah. your in-house guy, it's going to be cheaper. And you want to get more money from the insurance company. Uh, Why wouldn't you use an estimate from... So my the essence of, 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 of the story here, I think, for me is why the insurance company don't want to come. Every time in the past, the insurance company would like to come yeah. to send their adjuster, right? Yeah. They come, they take pictures, they look, I'm not giving you that, I'm giving you that, I'm not giving you that, I'm giving yeah. you that. And then they tell you, this is what we are giving you. This is minus the deductible. That's the check you can get from us. Right. Now I'm in a position they don't want to come, mm-hmm. which is amazing to me i'm not sure why is it like that i don't think even in covid they refused to come i think they're going that way more and more because when i was when i was getting insurance on my rentals yeah. they sent me they told me to download this special app that takes pictures but Same also thing. but also measures the feet and estimates the feet for like it's outside pictures but i mean it estimates how big the property is but then they can also see the the condition of the inside the outside and that's what they wanted that's what they wanted and the one some of my properties are a couple hours away and i'm like i'm not going to drive 2 hours just to take a picture that'll take me a minute and a half and i ask my tenants to yeah. download it and take the pictures do it that way i don't know they but you're right they i seem Although when the whole car went through my house, they were out a couple times. Because <laughs> so they were I think fighting. Curious, yeah. yeah, they want to see that. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Apparently, it's more common than, than you realize. That's what everybody was telling me, that it's more common. So me as an insurance company, yeah. if you will call me and say, there's a car through my house. Okay, I'm on my way. Bye. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. I. Uh, you know what was interesting? So I went to... Before here, I, I went and had lunch with my husband, right? And okay. uh, we're, I, I had problems with my computer. I had to take it to, to um, some place to figure out what's going on with my computer. And before, um, after we were done, you know, my husband was like, come on, let's go get lunch. So we got lunch before we came here. And I have my beautiful yellow Jeep that everybody knows about. Um, by the way, just in case you weren't sure, it is yellow and not green. It's yellow. Okay. Why do you wear the life jacket outside the car? Yeah. Anyway, it's a yellow <laughs> car. And for those of you that don't know, a car did go through my house a couple years ago, and it was an Audi. And the reason I say two things is, one, that I have a Jeep, and it's a yellow Jeep, because my next car, after, so I had a white Jeep before this one, my plan was that once I got rid of my other Jeep, I've always wanted an, you know how everybody always wants some car? I always wanted an Audi. I just... I just always want an Audi. I remember driving in one a couple of years ago. It was beautiful. had this wood inlay. It drove nice and smooth. It was just beautiful. I absolutely loved it. And it was an Audi. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Now, of course, an Audi drives through my car. I'm done. I, I never want to see an Audi again. Whatever. Okay. Why? I just, I, I, it's bad memory, right? It's a bad, it's a bad association. I mean, I need to get over that. It's a landmark thing. But I mean, I just, I, I don't want one anymore. So and one it, Audi crashed into your car and now you hate all Audis. Pretty much. Anyway, You're a racist. Yeah, I'm a racist. Anyway, so I'm driving my yellow Jeep down the highway and out of nowhere comes this car that practically backs into me, you know, because we're driving and it's like, it's like, 
okay, you know, and I'm like, what, what is that? I almost thought it was a Tesla because it was so noisy, and, and my husband's like, no, that's a turbo, but I, whatever, anyway, and I look, I'm like, what the heck is that? And he's like, no, it's an Audi, and I'm like, you know, I got an Audi going through my house, and now an Audi up my rear end in my car, and I'm like, I can't get away from the freaking Audis now. It's just, it was very upsetting. Okay. Yeah, so I was driving a lot very upset. Not upset, but just like, you know, it's a whole Audi thing. I can't, I can't. By the way, it. Tesla don't make a noise. Yeah, you know, I, I don't, but, <laughs> but Audis have heat in their car, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> and yeah. Tesla's apparently so don't have you, heat yeah, in their car. So t- yeah, so as, 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 as everybody maybe know by now, because Larry's shouting that to the world, Omri <laughs> no, has no heat in his car. Omri has no so, heat in his yeah, car. So, yeah, I have no heat in my car right now. Um, what is this? Yeah, I, I, I think I, I fall in love very, very much in the free supercharging when I bought the car. Okay. And I was thinking about that from day one. Okay. And I loved how fast it is. And I loved how comfortable it is. And I loved many, many things about the car. As a guy that comes from German cars, yeah. I have many problems with the Tesla right now. Many things in the Tesla that I just, I find very hard to live with every day. Okay. Now, because of what's going on in the market right now, because in in the car market right now, because of what we see right now, and because Tesla dropped their prices so much, I'm not driving a new car. I have a 2016 car that somebody paid 150 grand. Somebody paid 150 grand for that car? In 2016, somebody went, checked all the options, and paid 150 grand for this car. Wow. And now... You can get them for, I don't know, 80, 70? You know what? I have no idea. So the prices are so low. The the, the, the used car prices now are so low. So I'm in a catch-22 about what I'm going to do. Am I going to fix my car right now? I have a few things I want to fix in my car. And it's it's an expensive repair. Yeah. It can get all the things that I want to repair right now in my car can get something like five grand. You're kidding. I'm not kidding. Okay. Just for context, yeah. when you have a gas-powered car and you need to put five grand to in, into it, they tell you to just go buy a new car. That's a, that's so a matter of a new you, engine or a new depend what you drive. Exactly. It's okay. very much depend on what you drive. Okay. I'm pretty sure that if you have a Mercedes or a Porsche or an Audi. Or an Audi. Exactly. They won't tell you that. Because the cars worth more. And sometimes the repair worth it. But because the prices drop, I am not going to do that right now. And I think you should buy a regular gas-powered car. So I am going to buy another car, a gas-powered car. But if you will know what I did, I'm afraid that Tesla will know what I did. So I'm I'm about to tell you what I did. And hopefully, hopefully Larry is listening and he is laughing out loud so hard that he's going to, to call us. So, I have a power inverter in the car that allows me to connect 110 devices. Okay? 110 devices? 110 volt devices. Like a regular outlet in the car in order to connect regular devices. Can you put 110? Like, what do you do? 110 phones? I don't understand. No, 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 no. 110 volt. Oh, 110 volt. Yeah, like a a regular outlet you have in the house. Okay. So, I bought this thing. So, you can bring your blender when you go tailgating? It's exactly that. All right, cool. So, I bought this thing because... Do you know that easy, even, tailgating? So, you, you, uh, listeners, who is interrupting <laughs> who? Come on. I do that on purpose. It's fun. I know. So <laughs> I, I love you, Aubrey. I bought Aubrey. this thing. Aubrey. 
I love you, Aubrey. I did. Aubrey, you're my friend, Aubrey. <laughs> I love you, Aubrey. <laughs> you're my best buddy, Aubrey. I love so, you. So, uh, Glenn, <laughs> let, let's go to commercial because we are getting out of hand. A commercial break, and we'll come back very soon, and we'll talk to Ernesto. <laughs> This is Larry Steinitz with Investor Schooling. Are you afraid of the Great Reset? Well, the Great Reset won't apply to those who own real assets. At Investor Schooling, we teach you how to own real assets like real estate, gold, silver, and other investments, including stocks, stock options, and even the basics of cryptocurrency. We even teach you how to pay thousands less in taxes legally. So go to InvestorSchooling.com and find out how you can attend a complimentary class this Thursday. InvestorSchooling.com. This is Larry Steinhaus, and you have probably heard my radio shows and listened to my great advice on how you can make more money and pay less taxes. Well, I just finished writing a book on all things I teach at Investor Schooling and on my radio shows. This book is called Money Hacks, and you want a copy of this book, and you can pre-order this book wherever books are sold. Look for Money Hacks by Larry Steinhaus. Hey, it might even be a tax deduction. Order Money Hacks by Larry Steinhaus wherever books are sold, and come see me at Investor Schooling. This is Larry Steinhaus with Investor Schooling. The opportunity to retire with a great big real estate portfolio is coming quickly, and you want to learn how to do it. We all know the downturn is around the corner. What does that mean to you? You need to learn how to take advantage of this opportunity, like how to buy discounted properties with absolutely no money out of your pocket. Can it be done? Yes, it can. Can you learn how to do it? Yes, you can. Go to InvestorSchooling.com and find out how you can attend a complimentary class this Thursday. InvestorSchooling.com. This is Larry Steinitz with Investor Schooling. Are you afraid of the Great Reset? Well, the Great Reset won't apply to those who own real assets. At Investor Schooling, we teach you how to own real assets like real estate, gold, silver, and other investments, including stocks, stock options, and even the basics of cryptocurrency. We even teach you how to pay thousands less in taxes legally. So go to InvestorSchooling.com and find out how you can attend a complimentary class this Thursday. InvestorSchooling.com. Welcome back to Investor Schooling Live, everybody. This is a reminder to you that we are a live show and we'll be very happy to talk to you about everything regarding real estate, investment, retirement, whatever you want, any subject re related to your money. We are here to help you. Our number is 855-939-1137. Again, 855-939-1137. And this is another reminder that we are a real brick and mortar. What? Nothing. I'm watching you. No. Go ahead. Brick and mortar. Go the ahead. brick and mortar financial education center. So please go to investorschooling.com. That's investorschooling.com and register for a class this Thursday. We'll be very happy to see you. And we have Ernesto from South Jersey on the line. Hello, Ernesto. Hey, how you doing? We are great. What's uh, going on, Ernesto? What can we do for you? What, real quick, uh, to the man. What, what's your first name? Omri. O-M-R-I. O-M-R-I. Okay, thanks. I, I sure. noticed that both of you are both very, both very not shy. And it causes me a <laughs> I overcame my shyness by about four years old. Here's my question. And sure. if you have an opinion, it'll be great. First time I ever bumped into your show, by the way, and I find it interesting. Okay, that's a good comment. 
Um, thank you. My wife and I, we, we live in uh, South Jersey, and um, we have a house that's a little bit too large for us because we're almost approaching 70. Okay. And we don't want to have a uh, uh, two-story, you know, colonial anymore. Sure. And through the years, uh, I've been reading uh, the pros and cons about some people's opinion about going into a 55 community or just mm-hmm. buying a nice little, uh, a nice little manageable rancher in a nice little town. And so I'm, I'm, I'm going back and forth between that. And, and the, the young lady there, um, did she say Gosh. She, uh, she's investing in, in, in Wilkes-Barre? Yes, I do. I have some, I have a bunch of properties out in that area. Yep. Now, see that all rolls up into one. Oh my gosh. Okay. Um, I, what do you mean? As a kid, I lived in, and as a kid, I lived in Bucks County. So my wife and I are both familiar with Pennsylvania, you know, like the Allen, we used to go to Allentown and all that. And I'm wondering is, is, we'll call it the giant triangle of Scranton, Allentown, Bethlehem, Wilkes-Barre and all that. Is that livable up there still? I kind of like the idea. Is is what livable? Living up in Wilkesbury or in that area in Luzerne County? In, in, that, in that general area. I know there are a lot of nice towns up there. I, I like the way that a lot of communities are so clean, neat, and orderly. I guess I like that Pennsylvania Dutch kind of heritage. You know, there, there, it's a lot of them are neat, clean, and orderly, the, the towns. So I'm I think wondering it's, if I mean, people I, would recommend I like I like investing there because it's a little bit cheaper. The houses to buy there are a little bit cheaper, um, but I I mean sure. I invest there on purpose because I'm able to buy a number of properties there, at, you know, at a minimal cost. So I mean I don't I I have to tell you that I don't live there personally, but only because my life is here in Bucks County, you know my you know where I oh, work, okay. and then my husband and my kids and yada yada is here in Bucks County. Yeah. But I I do like to invest um, up in, in the Wilkes-Barre, Luzerne County area because. Uh, it's it's cheaper to live. It is very more nice. like mountainy. Um, it, there's a little bit, definitely more nature so involved pretty. there. It right. is very pretty up oh there. Oh my god, yeah. And uh, it's it's also a little bit colder up there because you know that you're definitely more of the Poconos area, right? It's 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 colder. Yeah. So we you yeah. know it's here we're getting a little bit of snow. There they're getting a lot more snow because it's always going to be colder there. Yeah. So I just want to. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. 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 No, I, but, when uh, we were young, we used to go skiing up that way all the time. We know it's it's cold and it's all that. So, but I was just wondering if any, anyone had, but how about the question of the 55 community versus just get a nice little house in a, with a nice little postage stamp property in a nice town, you know? So Ernesto, I must ask, where's the family located? My Kids. family? Yeah. Where, where is everybody? Oh. My wife and I have no children, so there's not like a family issue. We live in okay. way down in, in, in near Vineland, New Jersey, okay? Way the uh-huh. hell down there, pardon my friends. Yeah. We moved from Bucks County, by the way. I grew, we grew up in near Hilltown Township, if you have any idea where that is. My, 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 husband, actually, my husband actually grew up in, in South Jersey. He's from like uh, Cape He grew up, he went to Ocean City High School. And you know his yeah, family yeah. lives in Cape May, and then his some of his other family lives in Marmora. So they're all over like down, down. Yeah. You know, like you know, so I know exactly. Yeah. And I had some friends, some college friends who lived in Vineland, so I know exactly where you're where you're located. Yeah. So well, you're you're cool. Yeah, a beautiful job change in the old days that paid for everything relocated me down here a long okay. time ago, and you know back when they used to pay for everything for your relocation, it was great. Yeah. 
I had a great, uh, I had a great skill, but I'm retired now. And so I keep on wondering, do we want to go back to Pennsylvania? And if we do, should we find a nice community um, or, uh, you know, uh, a regular house? Or do we want to go 55 community? And I, I keep on considering that. So I have to, I have to tell you, uh, I was 38 this week. I became 38 this week. And I am always looking at the 55 communities. I said, why? Why? I'm too young. Because they are so pretty. They are safe. They are, yes, they, they have are. so many amenities. And to me, if you don't want or can't take care of your big house in South Jersey anymore, take advantage of this market and move. Move. Take advantage of this market. Uh, that, that's an interest because it's, the market's priced up like it's never been before. Are you considering the market's going to go even higher? No, no, no it's, no, it's, it's coming bit, down. It's coming down. We are saying it's coming down for, for, for a long time now, but it's still very weird. It's I think still, Larry described it very well. He said that in the same neighborhood right now, you can see a house with a bidding war that is going over asking price, and you see another house yeah. that is going under asking price. So it's still going all over the place. Yeah. There is no chance it is going down. But I believe that we are still high. We are not in the peak anymore, but we are still high. And based on that, if you can, let's call it trade your house, your big house right now, and move to a community that is can accommodate you better, that's, I think, what I will do. And if you need help with that, with selling your house, we are, of course, here for you. And we're happy to buy it. So, oh. honest, so if you have any interest, we'd be happy to buy your house for you. Um, oh, that's interesting. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm, in okay, I'm in an okay situation, thank God. So, you know, there's no, no desperation on my part. There is a nearby, there's something called... Have, Something built by the Hovnanians, if you're familiar with that name, you must be. A nice, they, they've done retirement communities everywhere, Hovnanians. I guess they're like, with a name like that, I'm assuming they're Armenian or something like that. I know they're very famous builders, and you build a lot of 55 communities around here, and their places are beautiful. I agreed. So, uh, if you would like, you can leave your, uh, your contact information with our producer, Glenn. And we'll be very happy to contact you, and maybe we can help you more. You know what? Why not? Is it going to cost me something up front? No. Nothing. No, I'm going to do that. You know, sure. nothing is better than information. When I was a kid, stupid story, but true, right? Yeah. You learn through the years. When I was a young man, I had a job in a butcher shop while I was going through college, right? A summer job. Yeah. And salesmen would come in. And I'd say, why do you listen to salesmen? Because the owner said, because you never know what you find out. You have to have an open mind from somebody who knows something in an area you're not as strong at. So I love information, okay? Great. Yeah, yeah. you're always learning Great. something here. I mean, I mean, we, you know, I've been working with Larry for three, three years now, four years, and I, I'm always learning something mm -hmm. new all the time. And I, you are too, Ami. I mean, we're always, and and you're absolutely right, Ernesto. You're always keep your mind open because you always are learning something new. Like this whole REO thing for me is very new, and it's fun and it's neat and sure. it's exciting. So there's always there's always something you can learn. 
Exactly. Everything okay, thank you. You know what? I'll, amazing. I'll, I'll leave my number with the producer. Thank, thank you. Okay, so, so hang on, and uh, Glenn will take your number right now. Great. Yeah. And if anybody else wants to call in, if they have any questions or you're interested in real estate or, you know, some stock option stuff we might be able to help you with, or if you're interested in something else, we can always uh, answer whatever questions that you have. And the number is? 855-939-1137. There you go. That's 855-939-1137. And also, please come and see that we are real. Don't believe us. Actually, come and see our faces. This Thursday, you need to go to Investorschooling.com. That's Investorschooling.com. And register yourself to a free complimentary class this Thursday. We'll be very happy to see you there. You see, that's life. He's moving to a smaller house. I need to move to a bigger house, and I so much don't want to move. I know, but you know, <laughs> I'm really, I'm really thinking that maybe we should, we should also downsize because the girls are my I ones know. moving out. The you other want to switch? Are, I don't want to move into an apartment though. Oh, I love my apartment. No, I, don't I love apartment. my community. I love mm-hmm. everything about it, but with a daughter that is seven and a boy that is about to be three. Mm, I know I know I'm very close I'm really thinking of a duplex I'm really thinking about buying a duplex living on one side renting the other half yeah that's what I'm really that's what I'm really leaning towards okay and I have to convince my husband because he's not real keen on it but you know he wants his privacy he wants his privacy yeah I mean we have a nice house I'm but I think since what nice happened no I've never been inside actually oh, but okay. since what happened with the car I think you told me that everybody wants to move. Everybody wants to move, yeah. yeah it's, it's, it's the memory. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's still my home, but it's nobody else's anymore. Yeah. That, this house that we're living in right now, when we bought it, it was our forever home. We had full intention of our kids coming to our house with their kids to... You have the guest room ready. Yeah, like yeah, this was going to be our family, our forever home. And yeah. then that teenager kind of ruined it for us. But um, whatever. So now... Now it's not our forever home. So the okay. question is, what is our forever home? But it's not this one. So, I mean, I won't sell it. I just won't sell it. But I mean, I I don't know. I I, I think I think we're going to have to move out in the next couple of years or something. And I don't even want to go through that house. Oh, my God. All the stuff that we collect. I want to get a dumpster. I really want to get a dumpster and just throw stuff in it. Like, I want to empty out the basement. Trash? Yes. Just throw stuff in ah, it. Ah, you know, there is a good invention for that. What? So there is something called Baxter. You heard about that? Is that the big green bags and then they come and take them? Exactly. Yeah. That's what I, yeah, we've been talking Best about Best thing that. in the world. And right. if you do that, don't just throw things inside. So what we do when we renovate, we buy the Baxters. We build a square inside of it from old wood that we tear apart. Okay. All the construction thing that we don't need anymore. Yeah. And we build a square. Okay. So it become a box okay. with two hook points at the top. And you can fit so much in there. Oh, okay. They come, they take it. I think it's two, three hundred bucks every okay. time they come. And every every time they come and take the Baxter, the Baxter itself, I think costs like thirty bucks. How how much? Like how many yards does it fit in there? It's big. What does that mean? I don't know how to. I don't know. Honestly, okay. I don't know. I can look, but yeah, I yeah. don't know right now. I, I I really just want to throw. I mean, I have I have pictures of myself when I was in my in college that who's going to look at them other than me or you know just i have a sewing machine that i don't use or i have i don't know just junk you know i have just, the same problem so yeah, i keep everything i, I have i don't believe it. it i have every paper so my daughter when she came and she started here daycare yeah right every day she came back from 
from daycare yeah. and they gave her like a report of the from the teacher what she did what she ate how was the day how many times she pooped oh wow everything and i have kept that i have those papers for every day that she went to daycare yeah that's a little more and social security said i don't deserve anything come on it's a sickness for sure i'm deserve something i know i need i i i and part of it I, i'm very much like if i haven't touched it in a year i want to get rid of it my husband is very much like a I don't want to say he's a hoarder, but he has trouble throwing stuff away. Me too. And I, I'm telling you, I just would be happy if somebody came in. You know those people who come into your house and just clean it out? That's what I want. I want somebody to come in, throw it out. I don't even want to look at it. I don't even want to know what's in the boxes. Ooh, because I'm if so I, scared. If, yeah, but if I haven't touched it in five years, clearly I don't need it. I know. You know what I mean? And I, I just have so much crap. I just... So I tell you why oh. I love living in an apartment right now. Why? Okay? Every time I have a problem... In my apartment, I call yeah, and take my best maintenance guy that I really love is coming, is fixing what I need. I can fix everything my on my own, right? Yeah. But he's coming, he's drinking coffee with me, right? He's fixing what I need and that's it. Yeah. And it's the same thing when I'm away. My wife called, they come, they fix and it's great. Yeah. Now, I know how stressing it is when I wake up in the morning and... You need to know not everything is a is 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 a is a dream is is when when you are a landlord, right? Yeah. So a broken window or the bro- out, yeah, you wake up in the morning and you have a picture in your phone of a broken window or, or yeah. I mean it doesn't happen often but it happens. Uh, exactly you know? or a tub full of whatever, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So you got those pictures and now you need to deal with it. Yeah. So in my house, in my home, actually, I'm very happy that I don't need to deal with it. Yeah. That someone else right now is dealing with it. And maybe I will move to another rental. Maybe I will look to buy. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure yet what I'm going to do. But if I look at, at all my steps during the last three years, which is basically putting all my money in investments, and not in buying my own house, it was the right decision. It was the wise decision. Because if I look right now at how much a house where I live right now, when I want to live right now, cost, right? And how much it will cost me to rent the same house. It's nothing compared to to the amount that I'm getting in rental income from the same amount of money, I could buy this house. Yeah, I wouldn't buy my house for what it's worth now. If I'm, if there's no, I wouldn't even consider a house, my house now, if, with what I think. Two so, years, yeah. if you will sell your house right now for what it's worth, yeah. and you will take this money and you will buy rental properties, the way we know how to do. Let's say in your case in Wilkesbury. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. And you will do that. How many houses exactly like yours you can rent? You would sell your house. In this in this market, I don't think there's. I think up in Wilkesbury, I don't think they have houses like mine up there. They have smaller it's houses. Not, yeah, I I didn't explain myself right. Yeah, you sell your house here. Yeah. you go there and you buy rental properties. Right. No, I understand what you're saying, but I mean, I could get them a whole lot cheaper. I mean, I, I. And how much they bring you every month? My three bedroom, one bath bring me twelve fifty a month. Okay, and that's and that's a duplex. That's a that's one side. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like they, I I got pretty good rents up there. So I took the money that I was about to use in order to buy myself a house. It was just before the summer, I think maybe June. Okay, and I decided that instead of doing that, I'm going to buy 
the mobile home park with Larry. Yeah. Okay. This house that I will go right now and rent it in my area will cost me something like three grand. Okay. I decided not to buy the house. I decided to buy the mobile home. Now, this mobile home park is going to bring me, I don't know, maybe nine grand. So a month. So I can rent three houses. Yeah. I can rent three houses for the same amount that I would use to buy this house, which is insane. You know where I'm coming from? People like have the need. Also here, some people have the need to have the house. They don't want to be renters for the rest of their life. And I'm not sure about that. What do you think? I came from, okay, so my parents were immigrants. Okay. I was the f- out of, so I'm the youngest of four. Mm-hmm. I'm the only one who was born here in the States. Okay. Out of, out of all the four of us. And my parents always rented. Always. Always. Always rented. I remember one time that they looked for houses and for whatever reason they didn't buy it. I don't know. I was too young to understand. But they always rented. Always, always, always. And I remember, I remember their struggles. As immigrants, you know, as as non-native English speakers, and yeah. um, I re- just remember that they always rented, and it's just, I just, I didn't want to be them, and I didn't want to. I mean, I I know that sounds terrible. I mean, it's not like I had a bad life or anything. It's funny. No, 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 no. no it's, it's exactly where I'm looking at it. My parents always bought their houses, okay, their apartments, yeah. okay, always, yeah, and. I remember that when we used to, uh, when we used to come to, uh, to to daddy or mommy and ask for some stuff, they said, "When we finish the mortgage, we will buy you a pony." When we finish the mortgage, we will buy that. We will do that when we finish the mortgage. When we will, we will pay the mortgage and all that. Okay. And it always stuck in my mind as the mortgage is this something that interferes with your life so badly that you need to postpone any fun thing, anything in your life because of this thing. I just remember them always paying rent and they probably have spent over a million dollars in rent. I'm sure I have no doubt in the, you know, 40 years they were in the U S you know, I'm sure. Yeah. And then they were big smokers too. So they spent a lot of money on, you know, I'm sure they could have bought 15 houses on the amount of money they, they spent on cigarettes. Okay. But they never, they never had, they never had money. A, a lot of the people always ask me, that kind of thing is like, how, why do I do the things that I do? And a lot of it is because I don't want to be my parents because I saw them struggle financially. I saw them work, you know, paycheck to paycheck. I saw them argue and scream at each other all the time. I saw them renting their whole lives. I saw them not be able to buy a new car. We are afraid to. It's it's not that we don't, we are afraid in a way to, to be them. Every time we see something in our life that reflect to what we remember as kids, it scares us. And let's go to reality right now because we, we have Matt on the line. You remember um, Matt? We talked to oh, Matt, Matt last Matt, yeah. week. Where is the thing? It's not hey showing guys. up on my side. Am I, am I, am I, yeah. Hey, Hello. Matt. How you doing? Hey, guys. How you doing? Ah, hey, we good. On, so you started to read your book? Yeah. So, I mean, like everything at the class Thursday night, which was great, um, and everything I'm reading the book is like, yeah, I'm familiar with everything, I guess, kind of along the lines of what you you were just talking about as far as paycheck to paycheck. That's where I'm at. Yeah. And, you know, I know you could do a lot of deals and real estate with no none of your own money, but you do have to have a tiny bit of 
well, it talks about in the book the time capital. You know what I mean? Like to right. to be able to have the time. I work seven days a week just to keep afloat, and I'm trying to convert that to you know try to get the time to go to more classes, do more you know mastermind groups, everything like that. But when I take time off to do that, I lose money. That's kind of where I'm at, and I'm trying to. Uh, you know, just try to figure out that balance because it's so hard. You know, I, if I do one thing, it's like a catch-22. If I put the time in for the education, I lose the money because I'm so tight with my – I'm literally paycheck to paycheck or worse. Matt, can and, I make uh, a, Can I make two suggestions? Can I make yeah, two I, suggestions or three suggestions for you? I'll be really quick. Can I make a suggestion? Sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. When you – there's – three things you could do here one when you write your bills out you know how you have you know 50 bucks for this and you know 100 bucks for that and 300 for this or yep. whatever i would say mm-hmm. you, know, put, you know when i do my bills i have them all listed out i'd put 50 bucks away for you every week and you pay yourself before you pay everybody else and then you pay your bills out of that you'll be surprised right. that you always have money for yourself if you don't want to do it that way uh-huh. i would take whatever your paycheck is every month or every week or whatever you get paid and i would take 10 percent of that out and then pay the bills with the rest of that and you'll be surprised at how fast you can you can get money that way like honestly like you think that you can't but you're going to be surprised that you actually if you put 10 percent of it so say you get 700 bucks a, a week if you put 70 dollars away right. you'll be surprised in six months how much money you have you know and you won't even Absolutely. notice that it's gone so that's number two. And the other thing to think about is that, you know, I don't have money for school or I'm worried about this and that. You know, I can tell you that my PhD cost me over a hundred grand. And because right. of it, I've been able to charge a whole lot more money than, you know, somebody else who just has a bachelor's or master's. So it's an investment. It's not a cost. Sure. It's an investment. So right. whenever you're thinking about education, Remember that it's an investment. It's not a cost. It's an investment. As long as you do something with it. If you do right. nothing with it, then, you know, you're out of luck. But th- those Absolutely. are the three things that you need to consider. 10% of your paycheck or pay 50 bucks or whatever out of your whatever before you pay your bills so that you're saving money for yourself. And then education is an investment and you need to invest in yourself. So look at it like that, well, I Matt. I know you're running out of time, so I appreciate it. But we are and exactly. we, will re- we will be very happy to see you on Monday. So please come. Yeah, okay. I'll be there. I'll be there Monday. And okay. yep. you, you told me, I think you know accounting, right? I you, mean, you have history with yeah, accountant or something, right? Uh, I had a beer business. Yeah. Okay. Look at yourself as a fixed asset. You are never an expense. You are always the fixed asset. And as the asset, your value is the most important thing. Sure. That's how I see it. That's what I always tell myself. Yep. So thank you very much for calling and thank you everybody for listening to us today. January 6th, we did it alone without the big guy. Without the big guy. Yes. It sounds like, like Joe Biden, the big guy. No. What? That's what they always call Joe Biden, the big guy. You never heard him say, no. his son say that? Why? His son used to say, oh, we got to send money out to the big guy. Yeah, so thank you very much for being with us today. We are Investor Schooling Live. Please go to investorschooling.com and register for your complimentary class this Thursday. We'll be very, very happy to see you. Guys, thank you for listening to us and have a blessed weekend. This program is paid for by Investor Schooling. All opinions or statements expressed on the program are solely those of Investor Schooling or their guests and do not reflect the opinions of WPHT or Odyssey.
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.